This is Sun Vision on KEXP. I'm Emily Fox, and I'm joined by Larry Mizell Jr. to break down KEXP's and KEXP listeners' favorite albums of 2021. Hi, Larry. Hey, Emily. Thanks for being here. So we we have two lists that we're looking at. We're going to talk about five different artists, and we're looking at the top three uh, most played albums on KEXP, but also our top 90.3. So, you know, this past week we uh, broke down our top 903 uh, albums, and this was all voted on by KEXP listeners. So we're breaking down kind of a mix of, of both of these things. So first off, coming in at number three in the top 90.3 countdown is Idols with their album Crawler. I got to my knees and I beg my mother Idols has been a huge band for KEXP since they started. What are your thoughts on this record? I really like how it feels like a different sound. It feels a little like they're moving into another space to a degree. You have uh, like the hip hop producer Kenny Beats, who was all over Ultramano. He's he's a little bit more central to the production. And it's not all like super breakneck thrash. It's, there's a lot more moments of kind of tension. You know, a lot of times Idol's music would feel like a bottle over the head, bar brawl kind of thing. This kind of feels like that weird buzz sickness feeling after, you know, a physical interaction like that. And uh, I, I, I'm hearing growth. You know, they're talking about dealing with baggage, past trauma, physical trauma, like, uh, you know, a car crash, dealing with the legacy of alcoholism in the family. You know, it reminds me when I, when I kind of see people I haven't seen for a while and we would be at the club and now we're talking about going to therapy. Stuff like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, speaking to the sound, like, I want to go out playing Beachland Ballroom because I feel like, especially in, in the vocals, you hear so much vulnerability, but also a sound that you've just never heard before. So we're going to play that in a minute. But first, I wanted to bring up a, a, a bite that happened from when Idols did an in studio uh, in the in the KXP gathering space this November. It, it might have been one of, one of the first live performances we'd had in gosh like a year and a half plus Um, but they talked about you know checking in on their mental health but also physical health during the pandemic Uh, and here's what they had to say we've been given the gift of safety in this time because of an audience that have carried us through you know and that so that's allowed us the time and the space to improve ourselves you know to look after ourselves to change our habits to go to therapy, I started boxing, all these things that with a daughter in the world, I want to be able to be there and be fit and ready for war every day. And like, that's how I'm showing my appreciation. I know the boys are all the same. We're the fittest we've ever been. So that was, again, uh, idols talking about just, you know, keeping their mental health, physical health in check. And, you know, to your point again about just the sound of the album. Let's go out um, with their song, Beachland Ballroom.
So that was Idols, which came in at number three in our top 90.3 countdown, the favorite albums of the year as voted on by listeners. And this next album I want to talk about was the third most played album on KEXP this year. And it came in second place for KEXP listeners' top favorite albums of 2021. And that is Arlo Parks' Collapsed in Sunbeams. I know you can't let go of anything at the moment. Just know it won't hurt so. Won't hurt so much forever. Won't hurt so much. Won't hurt so much forever. Won't hurt so much. Larry, you had bets that Arlo Parks would be on the top end of your list. What did you think of this record? Arlo is such a breakout voice that feels like wow, you're just getting started, but already so comfortable, so fully formed. And Arlo's way of being really vulnerable, really intimate, bringing you into their world and having a kind of lyrical dexterity that's like really um, subtle. Or at times I'm like, you could be, you could be rapping a little bit here. And, and you know, there's great use of break beats and stuff all over the record. Those are some of my favorite moments. Just really unique voice that instantly hits your ear and you're you're, you're intrigued. So I wasn't surprised um, to see that Arlo had topped both of those lists. We've played Collapsing Sunbeams so much and the listeners have been so into it. There was no way it wouldn't be like that. Yeah. I mean, as I mentioned, I think when we were breaking down the top uh, played songs by women during Women's History Month, Arlo Parks, you know, was was at the top. But I remember saying at the time, you know, the first time that I heard her was the summer of 2020. And I remember exactly where I was when I listened to her and was just so transported. I feel like her lyrics are really they're simple, but they're very descriptive in a way that really transports you with her. But again, that vulnerability, too, that she brings to the table, um, I was just so appreciative of. And so the first song that I heard, and I think it was her first single, is Eugene that really captures it. So let's let's hear a portion of the song Eugene. Seeing you with him burns, I feel it deep in my throat. You put your hands in his shirt. Parks, who came in at number two in our 90.3 countdown, the favorite albums of the year as voted by listeners, and was also the third most played album on KEXP in 2021. And now the second most played album of 2021 on KEXP was Little Sims with Sometimes I Might Be Introvert. The kingdom's on fire, the blood of a young messiah. I see sinners in a church, I see sinners in a church. Sometimes I might be introvert, there's a war inside. Larry, what did you think of this record? Oh, it was fantastic. Lil Sim was really arriving and really making a just a really, really beautiful, varied work. So many different sounds on that record. And Sims has this intense kind of... Uh, solemn intimacy that kind of reminds me of Kendrick a little bit, how he kind of brings you close. 
and is telling you his most innermost thoughts, but also with like really icy bravado, really good at just talking her stuff and strutting it over any kind of sound. And there's so many great sounds on there. And I think that she also really benefited, you know, from, from some great production on there. And I know she's close with like, you know, the Salt crew and Inflow. So I think a lot of really top flight sounds made it onto the record and really held up her choice emceeing on this record. Yeah. Well, KXP's Gabriel Chiodos uh, got to interview Little Sims in a Live at KXP at Home interview this year. And they talked about the title of the album, but also this idea of being an introverted performer, which a lot of people just assume performers are all extroverted. Um, And here's what she had to say about that. You see me on stage or on the TV or whatever it is. And sometimes you expect people like that to be extroverted and have this extroverted persona and be on all the time, you know what I mean? And actually, I'm a very chill person. I know I know how to turn it on. Like obviously, when I'm on stage, my confidence comes through all of those things. But I've never necessarily felt like I have to always be like the loudest person in the room. So Little Sims and her album, Sometimes I Might Be Introvert, it was the second most played album on KEXP in 2021. Larry, what song of this album do you think we should go out on? Uh, my favorite is the duet with Cleo Soul, Woman. I played that to death. Just love the sound on that. And they just float on it. Tell them you're not in without a woman, no. Woman to woman, I just want to see you glow. Tell them what's up. You repping for your country, son Kissing your brown skin, looking like money Says she focusing on being an accountant When you have beauty and brains, they find it astounding Why she been All right, so that was Little Sims And now let's talk about the number ones here So first off, the top album of 2021 As voted on by listeners here at KXP Was Japanese Breakfast with the album Jubilee This album has been nominated for two Grammys, one for Best New Artist and one for Alternative uh, Music Album. And this record came out a month after Japanese Breakfast frontwoman Michelle Zahner released a memoir called Crying in H Mart. Um, I actually got to interview her about it. Um, The memoir is about the death of her mother to cancer and how that loss made her grapple with her Korean heritage. Um, And here's what she had to say about that when I talked to her back in April. Part of being mixed race and losing your parent that sort of connects you to that part of your culture, you know, you just start to question, like, is this even an, an inherent part of my identity? Is it just like so intrinsically connected to me? And, you know, I think that now I just really feel like I have to work to preserve that part of myself instead of, of, of it just being like innately a part of me because of my mom's existence in a way. So, you know, her mom was from Korea and her dad is white. So Michelle found new ways to connect to her Korean identity after her mother passed away. And she did this by cooking Korean food, which is what a lot of this book is about. And by the way, the book is amazing. I feel like it is the best autobiography I've ever read from a musician. It was just so beautifully written. Um, And then during the interview with Michelle Zahner, she was talking about how Japanese Breakfast's previous albums were all about grief. I wrote Psychopomp within... A few months after my mother passed away and, you know, I think it was just a way of like communicating 
how I felt. I felt, you know, I've always been like such an open book and a very outspoken person. And I was really surprised to find that my grief was very quiet. You know, I, I felt like I couldn't really talk to anyone about what I was going through. And so writing this record really helped me navigate and put into words exactly how I was feeling and what I wanted to tell people. And yeah, I feel like I was able to honor my mom in a way that I went through that record. Again, considering that a lot of her albums, you know, previously were about grief, she said specifically she wanted this album, uh, Jubilee, to be about joy. What did you think about this record? I mean, it's a clinic in, in turning the corner from deep sadness uh, and that grief into I'm joining the world again and and my skin is stinging from from being outside again. You know, I'm I'm fresh into the world and uh it's an emotional ride for sure there's still dark turns there's artifacts of this period of grief all over the record but it's it, you really feel the joy you really feel the ecstaticness all over this record and to be able to use all of that and kind of break out from the pack with a great pop album that like you could always kind of hear in past releases it's just a work of 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 alchemy and Michelle just really broke through with this one. It's really impressive. And I'm not surprised that the response has been as huge as it's been. Yeah. What was your favorite song off of this record? I really love early in the record. There's a really sweet song called Kokomo, Indiana. All right. We'll go out with that song. This is Kokomo, Indiana uh, by Japanese Breakfast. It was uh, KEXP listeners' favorite album of 2021. Now let's talk about, this is my favorite album of the year, which is also the most played album on KEXP in 2021, and that is Jungle with Loving in Stereo. What did you think of this record, Larry? This is another record that's really speaking to, I feel like, people's need to dance it out, you know, and 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 smile and, and, and hold each other again. And it's right on time. I feel like Jungle has evoked this kind of eternal summer, this kind of mythical California in past songs. And uh, they really take you there here. And... Uh, it's funky. It's another record that really benefits from the kind of shadow of uh, Salt and the work of Inflow on this record. It provides some of my favorite moments. It's perfect for the moment. It feels really fresh for them, just like the Japanese breakfast record feels like a whole fresh new new take. This feels like a new a new lens on what Jungle can be on this record. Yeah, and I feel like we also need to do just a special shout out to producers of the year, and I feel like that's Inflow. Definitely. <laughs> with with the collaborations with Jungle, with the collaborations with Little Sims, with Salt, and then also Adele's cool album too. Adele, yeah. I mean, 
Man, what what a year for Inflow. And again, you know, he contributed to this this record. Um, and I actually did an interview with Jungle um, this year. Um, one, you know, we talked about also their use of like stringed instruments. Mm. Like they had like a mini orchestra when they recorded. They had like 12 stringed instruments there. And I feel like that's pretty rare to bring in. <laughs> You know, like a mini orchestra to your recording and not just like sample something, but um, classic pop song craft, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I caught up with Jungle's uh, Josh Lloyd Watson um, when the album was released, and he was saying how, you know, Jungle's previous record was written after like romantic breakups, and this record was kind of like new beginnings for them, but also, you know, they're in a different headspace and they had left a record label and started to, and now they're on their own record label. So it was kind of like this sense of freedom. So here's what he had to say about that. We fell in love again, and, and obviously we moved off our record label, and, and and we'd kind of gained this freedom. So, it's this sort of passionate, sort of spiritual awakening. This sort of like, you know, I can't. It's like it's like a determination, feeling of hope, you know. And you can kind of like, it's like a, mm, come on, you know. It's 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 passionate, it's fiery, and um, it's empowering, and um, it's got a little bit of aggression in it. It's got a little bit of kind of angst in it. Yeah, it's it's just rawer than than we've ever been on record, and I and I think that's like, wow, why why weren't we like this before? <laughs> so that was Jungle talking about their album Loving in Stereo. It was the most played album on KEXP in 2021. Well, I'm Emily Fox, and I've been speaking with Larry Mizell Jr. about KEXP's and KEXP listeners' favorite songs of the year. Here's Jungle's song All of the Time, and thanks, Larry, for this conversation. Thank you, Emily. Always a pleasure. That was Sound and Vision. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and consider giving a one-time $20 donation to help support this show at kexp.org slash sound. Thanks for listening.